Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is Brother Charles Chuck Everhart. I'd like to welcome you all in to another podcast, a little broadcast locally here, beautiful uh, San Augustine, Florida of Hosanna Shout. Hosanna means Lord God Almighty, save us now. We need salvation. I believe there's somebody out there right now that could be hearing this sweet word. It's not from me, but it's by the Holy Ghost. And he's tugging on your heartstrings and you need to come on to Jesus Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender all. They used to sing that. I surrender all. I surrender all. Oh, give it all to Him. Let God make you a new creature in Christ. Amen. You were born one time from your mom and your daddy, but you can be born again by the Spirit of the living God, born again to become a member of the family of God, become a son or daughter of Almighty God, the Creator of us all. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. We're doing something a little bit different today. Usually just being me here and uh, just sharing a little something what God has put on my heart. And we're going to continue to do that. Praise the Lord. But we have some uh, folks here sitting around the table. We have a daughter here and got some granddaughters and got my wife here. And we'll all maybe uh, share a little bit and we'll read the word of God and go from there. And... uh, just out there, you can uh, be together with your family or you can be by yourself, however the occasion arises there, and just listen to the Word of God and open your Bible and let's study the Word of God. Let's receive what the Spirit of God would give us and we'll rejoice and we'll just praise Him forevermore. Can you say amen? Amen. We have a couple of little ones here. They might partake a little bit. They were singing with me a little bit ago, This is the Day. The Lord hath made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, He makes you a new creature in Christ and He gives you a day to rejoice. Oh, you could be sad and gloomy if you want to be, but you don't have to be. He gives you new life and that more abundantly. And He gives us eternal life. And we have a good reason to rejoice and have joy in your heart, not based on happiness or happenings, just something that's a temporary pleasure, a temporary measure to bring you some measure of happiness, but eternal joy. The devil can't give it to you and he can't take it. Surely he cannot take it away. God himself gives it to you. We can let it slip and slide away from us, but we don't have to give it away and nobody can steal your joy. Just hang on to it. Retain that blessed joy. When you read the word of God and you sing songs of Zion to Jesus, you get in your prayer closet and you pray to the Master and you'll have that joy. Yes. And your face will shine like the sun. Amen. Because the countenance of Almighty God by the Holy Spirit is shining out through you. Well, let's go to uh, a couple of scriptures here today for a little while. Amen. How about Isaiah 3 and 10? Let's turn to that here briefly. I'll read that. I'll let somebody else read the longer versions uh, of the scripture here. Isaiah 3 and 10. And just think, it, uh, <clears throat> think of what, what we're going to study about. Uh, if you want to put a title to this, it, it is it shall be well. It shall be well. I don't know what you're going through, but it shall be well. Somebody needs that this hour. Somebody needs that quickening in their heart and soul today. I don't know what you're going through, friend, but I want to tell you right now, if you're trusting in Jesus, it shall be well. Yes, Can you say it with me one time? It, it shall, shall be well. well. Let's say it again. It, it shall, shall be, be well. well. Yes, amen. That's out of the Bible. 
And in chapter 3 of Brother Isaiah here, verse 10, one verse says, God talking through uh, his prophet uh, Isaiah, I believe the uh, son of Amos, I believe. The shoe, it says, uh, say ye to the righteous. That's 3 and 10 of Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter what kind of work you got. It doesn't matter uh, what kind of home you got. It doesn't matter uh, what kind of a job you have. It does not matter what your vocation or avocation might be. It shall be well if you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't worry about when the devil comes around trying to tempt you. That's his job, and he's going to do it, and he does it well. But God does things better, and he does things greater, and he does things lovelier, and he will give you an expected end. Yes, he will. Uh, say to ye to the righteous. And who are the righteous? Are you righteous today? You're not to be holier than thou. Have that attitude and lord it over people and act like you're better than them. The only way we're good is to have a good God in us. Do you Amen. see here what I'm saying today? The righteous are those who are trusting in God. And since the time of the cross, we're trusting in His Son, Jesus, to wash us whiter than snow, to give us uh, um, a new life within, to give us eternal life, to wash all our sins away. Are you glad today that your sins are washed away? Amen. Oh, if you know uh, that you're saved, they used to sing that, Are you saved and you know it? Say amen. 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 <laughs> That's right. you got to say amen if you know you're saved. And you are righteous if you're saved. And that is the nature of God that's imputed or put within mankind through Jesus Christ. And it's to have a right believing in your heart. You used to think about bad things all the time. You used to partake of evil all the time. I know I did. You used to want to get involved in uh, terrible, mean, uh, evil things that came from the hand of uh, Satan. But when you get saved, your appetites change. When you get yeah. saved, you have a new outlook on life. When you get saved, you, indeed, you have a new life. And when you are born again, you're born into the kingdom of God, and you're blessed as a righteous man or woman or boy or girl. These little children here today, they're old enough, they can be saved. One has made a profession of Christ through Jesus Christ, even I think when she was still maybe six years old. And they're seven years old now. Amen. It's never too early to start serving the Lord. I didn't get saved until I was 36 years old, and I regret that. Oh, if I'd have been saved when I first heard about Jesus at my mother's knee. Oh, if I'd have gotten saved when I went to a, a little tent meeting years ago when I was a child. Or I went to vacation Bible school. I went to Sunday school, and I had some good Sunday school teachers when I was a little boy. But I did not yield my heart. I did not yield my soul to Jesus till I was 36. And I think, oh, if I'd only been four or five or six years old, you might say, well, they wouldn't understand it. They're old enough to understand it. They know good from evil. They know right from wrong. Uh, but it's inbred within us because of the fall of Adam in the Garden of, Adam, uh, Garden of, uh, of Eden. Adam and Eve failed God and they failed before God. But before that, they had a perfect life, and everything was beautiful. Oh, they sang that old song, everything is beautiful. 
in his own way. But I tell you, a lot of things are nasty and dirty and filthy and wrong. And everything in this life is not, uh, that shines is not gold. Do you hear me today? You got to trust in the master and you will become righteous in his eyes. He'll look upon you as he looks upon his son. Because you'll have his son and the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. Amen. It shall be well. Let's look to 2 Kings uh, briefly here. 2 Kings. We'll look at first and 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 4. Uh, we're going to get my daughter, uh, Laura. She's going to read it. She's the mother of these beautiful girls here today. Got Brandy, a teenager here, and the two seven-year-olds. Uh, Y'all don't mind me mentioning your name, do you? All right, Ava and Emma. No. Got my wife, Debbie, here. Amen. We got... Uh, some other grandchildren, uh, girls of the same flock there, Maya and Amber. We got so many. We got other grand uh, sons, granddaughters. I tell you, we got them, as they say, coming out of the woodwork. We'll get them here all here to one day. Maybe they'll all share with us, and Amen. and we'll just rejoice together. Amen. Second Kings chapter four, verses twenty-two through twenty-six. Uh, Lori, if you want to read that, just go ahead and you, you read along with us out there. 2 Kings 4, <clears throat> chapter 4, verses 22 through 26. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It, it shall, shall be, be What'd well. she say? It shall be well. What'd she say? It shall be <laughs> Amen. well. Amen. <clears throat> then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Jehazi, his servant, behold, yonder is that Shunammite. Might run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, "It is well with thee. Is it? it is well. Is it well with thee, thy husband? Is it well with the child?" And she answered, "It is well." Amen. Now, what we left out there hadn't we didn't read the first part is where that child was dead. And what did she say? It is, it is well. well. When he specifically asked, your husband, how about your child? As a child, as a boy, all right. And she said, it is well. And you say, well, that woman was lying. She shouldn't lie. But she was exercising faith. You hear me today? Amen. We don't exercise faith enough today. No. Uh, she just said, it is well. When she left, when she left uh, the house and she said, uh, told her husband, send one of the young men, one of the hired men here with one of the asses. In other words, like uh, one of the donkey, one of the mules here. And we're going to get on that, that donkey and we're going to ride. And she told the young man, you don't slack for me. Don't think about me riding on this thing. Don't take any care for me. I got to get to the man of God. That's right. I want to exercise some faith because I know it is well. Amen. And she had told her husband as she left the house, it shall be well. Her son was dead in the house. And this is a miracle child. You see, when, when Elisha had come 
to this Shunammite woman. I love that the name of that Shunammite woman. Do you have the faith of the Shunammite woman today? Do you have the faith of that Shunammite today to say in your heart, I know things are against me. I know the doctor has said there is no hope. I know they said they're going to turn the, the uh, ventilator off. I know they said they, they're going to cast me out of my home because I cannot pay the bills. I know my husband has left me. I know my child is selling drugs. I know my daughter is walking the streets. I know things are going wrong and everything is against me. But I'm telling you today, it shall be well. Hallelujah. It shall be well. Because I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now Jesus wasn't there then except uh, as the Word of God. But He was still there with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Before He was manifested in the flesh to go and pay for your sins and my sins on Mount Calvary. Thank God He honored that. Thank God He did the work of the Father. Thank God He went to that cross and bore all our sins on that cross. You don't have to think of your sins anymore. Even the devil will bring them up to your remembrance. And all you got to do is say, Devil, get thee behind me, Satan. It shall be well. I got a home in heaven. Hallelujah. I got a mansion waiting for me in heaven. I'm going to walk on the streets of gold because it shall be well. Hallelujah. I don't care if I'm sick in my body. I don't care if I can't pay my bills right now. I don't care if things are all falling apart, it seems, in the natural lie it shall be well because god is good Amen. somebody say god is good yes, god is, yes good. god is good hallelujah so she had no son remember and, and and he comes there and they end up building a little room we got a little work going on right now at the house here a little bit as the lord blesses us and they're, and they're uh, doing he's doing great work around here and we love the work and it's beautiful and it's a blessing from almighty god yes it is we thank we were thankful for that every day. But what they did when Elisha started dropping by and they would feed Elisha. Because see, I think God put it in that woman's heart to let her know to take care of this man right here. He's my prophet. This man Elisha is my prophet. Had one before him, Elijah. He raised a dead boy too. Do you hear me today? Yes. <laughs> he was sent to the widow Zarephath. And ask her to make him a little cake. And that's not like chocolate cake or nothing like that when you have for with ice cream at a birthday party. It was a little something kind of like a hoe cake that my mama used to make. Kind of like a little uh, a cornbread cake like my wife makes. It's really good. Some guy got ate one of those leftover ones that had a little onion in it here recently. And he's a chef at a restaurant. And he said he wanted to get the recipe. Yeah. Uh, she didn't charge him no fancy price for the recipe. She just told him what it was, and he's going to start selling it, I guess, in his in his restaurant. And praise God for that. It's a wonderful testimony. She fed that prophet, you see. And, and this other woman fed the Shunammite woman. The woman at Zarephath, her son was able to live because they had given to the prophet of God. And I'm not telling you to uh, send money for anything or send money to any ministry. I'm just telling you what's in the Word of God. She had blessed the man of God, and God had put it in that man's heart to help this woman. The widow of Zarephath, it was during a time of drought. And he said, will you fix me a little cake first? Please, ma'am. I'm paraphrasing there, but you know he was a gentleman. 
And she did. Brought him a little cake. She was going to fix a little cake for her and her son and they were going to die. She said they were discouraged. They were disparaged. They were just giving up. So we're going to die. And he said, just do this one thing first. And she had a little bit of meal left in, in the barrel. You hear me? A little bit of oil in the cruise of oil, like your little Wesson oil in there. You hear what I'm saying today? She had a little bottle of that and a little bit of uh, a barrel of oil, I mean uh, meal. Well, since she did that for the prophet of God, and he prayed and did what God wanted him to do, this is Elijah over there with the widow of Zarephath now, during the drought. There's nothing, no rain coming down. There's no crops in the field. They're starving to death. They're getting ready to die. They had given up. But I want to tell you, it shall be well. Hallelujah. You might be having a drought in your spirit. You might have used to go worship God. You might have used to sing praises to God. Maybe you used to read the Word of God. But I want to tell you today, God is not dead. He is God. Yeah. He is God. He is Almighty God. Yes, he he will bless you like He blessed him in days of old. Yes, He will. But anyway, the woman and her son kept living. They kept on living. They kept on living until one day the son died. This is in. Uh, this is further back in. In First Kings, didn't I say we had something in First Kings too? Let's share that quickly. 17. First Kings seventeen. Let's read that if you would, uh, sister. Uh, 17, 17 through twenty-four. Y'all listen to this out there. All right, seventeen, seventeen through twenty-four. Yes. Okay, here's seventeen. You read it through twenty-four. Up loud, and if it, you would. And it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman the mistress of the house fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto, unto the Lord, and said, O Lord my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourn by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times, yes. and cried unto the Lord, and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come unto him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again and revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house, and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. And the woman said unto Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. Amen. Amen. Yes. You speak uh, the word of the Lord is truth. Amen. God is truth. Yes, He is. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto me up to the Father but by me, through That's me. Right. Amen. Yes. Now, I wish, would God, I had the uh, faith of Brother Elijah. Amen. He cried out, that man, that young man was dead. I don't know how old he was. He was in the bosom of his mother, and she, he took him, took her up. She laid him on the, uh, the bed there, and he stretched himself. This great uh, prophet of God, Elijah, he stretched himself over that boy. It's like he was almost doing CPR over that young man. Amen. But God was working through that 
instrument, that vessel, Elijah. You're an instrument of God if you're a saint of God, That's if right. you belong to God. Oh, I pray that we'll be stirred in our faith to have the faith of Brother Elijah and Brother Elisha. Yes. We may not be great prophets of God, but we can do what we can do in the power of the Holy Spirit, serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Amen. He said, oh, let this child's soul come back to him. His soul had departed. His spirit was gone. But God reversed that situation. God is still God. He is still a miracle working God. He can reverse that situation. They might say you got six months to live. I remember a man up in the Georgia where we lived, and he would come in. Oh, he'd come into the hospital there where I worked at, and the kids would flock around, and he'd give them little pieces of candy and all. They'd probably sue him today, but he did that as a, an act of kindness. And I had heard the story of from him, not not his his lips, but others who had testified, and I found out it was true. 30 or 40 years before the doctor had opened him up and he had some, they did some exploratory surgery on him and they found that he was, I guess, eating up with cancer or, or whatever the situation was. And at that time, they could not do anything, go any further. They sewed him back up and told him to go and set your affairs in order, set your house in order. You got maybe six months to live, mister. Well, he told him, he stared at him and said, that's not up to you, sir. I respect your work as a doctor. I admire your your work as a doctor, but I serve the great physician. His name is Jesus, and that's up to the Lord God Almighty and how long I'm going to live. And 40 years later here, he's handing out candy to the children. He's ministering the Word of God. He's sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. It shall be well. Do you hear me today? It shall be well. And he lived another probably 10 or 15 years after that. After this time, I knew about the story. This woman in uh, Zarephath had her dead son brought back to life. Amen. And now this woman, the Shunammite woman who had gotten her husband, let's build, let's give him a little room. And they put a little attachment. As I said, we've got some work going on here. It's like they did an addition to the house. Put a little room there, you know. And let's give him a little table and a candlestick, you know. And let's feed him a little bit. And he had a servant with him. They had to feed that servant Gehazi too, you know. Now later on, Gehazi would back away from God. He didn't say it shall be well. Like the Shunammite woman who had come to that same prophet. A man that had come to, uh, for healing, Naaman, the captain of the host of the army of Assyria had come to that same prophet later to be healed of leprosy. And he got his healing and he wanted to give the prophet Elisha something. And he said, no, he couldn't take it. He did it because God wanted him to do it. So he went on home. But also the man took some dirt from that land there to build kind of his own little altar there because he knew he had to go with his king into the house, the false idol, the false god. There's a lot of false gods out there today. Do you hear me today? He said, when I go with my Lord or my king, in other words, and he has to lean against me because he's weak, and I'm going to help him into that house of his God of prayer, and I'll have to bow. May the Lord forgive me. And he said, go in peace, brother. He knew his heart. You see what I'm saying today? He knew his heart. And he would be healed. But that Gehazi went behind Elisha's back. 
I know I'm jumping around here a little bit, but it all bears repeating. And went and got some raiment, some food, uh, some clothing from that man. And it was not hidden from the eyes of the prophet. So the leprosy that had been upon Naaman went upon this servant Gehazi. But at this time, sometime previously, with a, a situation with a Shunammite woman and her dead son, Gehazi, you know, wanted to push her away when she found, she got there, her, 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 her uh, worker from home, uh, the young man had ridden her there, and got her there, and she jumped off and went up to and grabbed uh, Brother Elisha around the feet and more or less accused him of wanting her son to die. You, you gave me this false hope. Remember, she had not had a child. I don't know if she was barren. It does mention that her, her husband was old. I guess past the kind of the years of to bring forth children, uh, to be able to uh, to bring forth uh, an heir, you see, to progenerate uh, the line of their family. And she, in her heart, wanted a, a child. I, was, I guess she didn't care that much if it was a boy or a girl. But boys were... Uh, they really wanted to have boys in that time. See, something happened to the husband, and then the, the widow would be there, and she needed that son to grow up and take care of his mama. A lot of them today will run off and never see the mama again, you know. They'll run off and hide somewhere, and they never call their mama. If it's touching you in your heart today, you get on the phone and you call your mama. <laughs> you write a letter. You do something. You, you, you get on the email or whatever you have to do. But she got to that prophet, and Gehazi tried to keep her from hanging on to him, but he said, let her be. God has hidden this from my eyes. And he heard that her son was dead because he had told her, I'm going to come back in this season a year, this season. In other words, about this time next year, you're going to have a child. You're going to have a baby. Can you imagine now? And she said, even though he's dead, it shall be well. She had been barren. Or at least she had been where she could not have a child because of her husband's age. Whatever the case may be, it does not matter. They didn't have to blame each other, you see, because it was just the truth and reality that she could not have a son or a daughter. But she had a little boy. She had a baby boy. She could be saying that she's riding on that beast of burden with that young man going to the prophet. I had my... I had my little baby boy. I didn't have a boy, but I had one. I couldn't have one. The doctor said I couldn't have one. You hear me out there today. The doctor said you can't do this or you can't do that. Or you're only going to live so long. Or you're afflicted with this and you'll never get any better. We might keep you right where you are, but you'll never get any better. You just say it shall be well. It Amen. Shall be well. God's yeah. going to raise you up and help you. Thank you Jesus. He'll help your children. Oh, praise God. God can do anything Do you hear me Amen. today. The Bible says there's nothing too hard for God. Right. He said, is there anything too hard for God? I say there's nothing too hard for God if we'll exercise that faith. That Shunammite woman said, it shall be well, and it was well. Her son was still dead when she got to the prophet. Her son was still dead when she got him back home. But he prayed, and her son was healed and raised from the dead. Amen. Hallelujah. See, this is after 
He had gotten uh, up of age a little bit. Didn't say how old that young man was. He went out with the reapers with his uh, father into the field. And he might have had a heat stroke. It said he cried out to his father, my head, my head. You ever had a bad headache? You just say, oh, my head, my aching head, it hurts. I used to have one bad with was the blood pressure problem. But thank God I don't have those headaches like that anymore. I used to have a bad headache when I'd have a hangover. Getting drunk and high the night before. Thank God I don't have that problem anymore. Hallelujah. God took that away. He'll take that stuff away from you. If you're shooting dope, he can take that away from you. I say, it shall be well. Exercise a little faith and say, Lord, I'm going to come to you just like that Shunammite woman. Everything looks dead around me. Everything looks like it's discouraging to me. Everything looks like it's a failure to me. Everything looks like I'm walking in defeat to me. But Lord, I know it shall be well if I call upon the lovely name of Jesus Christ. Somebody needs to call on that lovely name. What a lovely name. The name of Jesus. Yes. And he's lovely too. (laughs) Yes, he's lovely. He is the great God Almighty. Can you say amen? Amen. The woman of Zarephath, she had her son raised up. And the Shunammite woman, her son died. And she had her son healed. Amen. Amen. Let me skip here in 2 Kings 4, a little bit ahead here. This is after she went and got the uh, great prophet Elisha. It says in 32 of chapter 4 of 2 Kings, And when Elisha was coming to the house, Amen. Behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. On his bed, the prophet's bed that that woman had given this man. Blessed him with food and, and this room and a little table to sit at and a little bed to sleep upon, a little candle to have light by. Praise God. He could get in there and praise God and get in and pray and get in the mind of the Lord. He went in therefore and shut the door upon them twain, those two, and prayed unto the Lord. Sometimes you got to get in there just you and God. That's right. Get in your prayer closet. And you can say, it shall be well. Amen. It's going to be all right. They used to sing that old song. Well, I got a feeling. Amen. Everything's going to be all right. Do you have that feeling today? And it's more than a feeling. It's a promise from Almighty God. If you'll exercise that faith, He'll move mountains for you, friend. He will pull up those uh, obstacles. He will lift them up even by the roots, that old enemy of God. He will tear asunder those walls of Jericho. He will blow upon that wall and it will fall down. And you can walk across in victory. You'll be a victorious servant of the Most High God if you have faith and trust in Almighty God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says... And prayed unto the Lord, and he went up and lay upon the child. You're talking about CPR. And put his mouth upon his mouth, and his eyes upon his eyes, and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Amen. That child was dead. He was stone cold dead. Amen. Just like the Lazarus. When he was dead, he was four days dead. 
And, and God, uh, Jesus Christ, told him to roll away the stone. And his sister, one of the sisters there, Mary, it was Martha and Mary, and they said, Lord, he stinketh by now. Oh, four days dead in this heat, and he's been in that old cave and that tomb. He stinks, and the Lord didn't uh, bat an eye. He called out, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth, even though he was still tied up in the grave clothes. He was stressed up in a dead man's clothes, but he had new life in Jesus Christ. I was tied up in dead man's clothes. I was tied up in my sin and sorrow. I was tied up, but somebody prayed for for me and said it shall be well. I know my boy Chuck is going to get saved. I know my son is going to shout victory. I know he's dead right now. He shall live forevermore. He's going to have life, a new life through Jesus Christ. Amen. And I came forth too. Hallelujah. Jesus said loose him and let him go. When the Lord looses you, you are let go. I want to tell you it shall be well if you trust in Him. Oh, mama, daddy, grandma, grandpa, brother, sister, son or daughter, if you're praying for somebody, don't give up. You keep on praying don't for them. I want to tell you, let's have the faith of the Shunammite yes. woman today. Let's say, Lord. it shall be well. Shall I'm be trusting well. in my Lord today. I'm trusting in this healing hand Thank to go Jesus. forth in that hospital room and raise up that man yes. today. Amen. Oh, let him raise his hands. Let him be a miracle that baffles the scientific minds of the doctors. Oh, Lord, raise him up. Hallelujah. May even come and witness and testify about how his good God came around while he was laying on that bed in the hospital and spoke to him and told him, it shall be well, son. It shall be well. Hallelujah. Will you trust in the Master today? Yes. We might say today, what will be, will be. You've heard anybody say, oh, it is what it is, that old saying. No, it shall be well. Amen. They just say, okay, Sarah, Sarah, that old song. It Whatever will be, will be. Everything's going to work out for the best. Yeah, if you speak it in faith, if you know, but just to say, oh, everything's going to work out for the best, that ain't necessarily so. That's right. If you're not saved and you're not set free, if you're not calling on the Master, if you don't have the faith of the Shunammite woman, you can't speak truthfully and say, oh, it's all going to work out for the best. Yeah, for the ones that the best is for, and He gives you the best. Do you hear me today? He gives you the best. Almighty God the Father gave His best. He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. It is what it is, they say. Yeah, well, my kid's out on dope. It is what it is. He's out there thieving. He's hustling. He's stealing from folks. He's stealing from his own family. Am I talking to anybody? Am I getting close to you today? Maybe somebody in your own family that came in and got in Grandma's pocketbook. They got in there in their sock drawer from Grandpa and stole his last ten dollars. Do you hear me today? Because they had to have something of this world. They had to have something to feed that flesh. And I'm not talking about a hamburger. You know, if they're starving, that's one thing. But they're starving for that fix. They're starving to feed that flesh. Whatever it might be. They might be out there, as I said, walking the streets. They might be stealing from somebody. They might be a shoplifting. Oh, help us, Lord Jesus, today. They might be living that life of fallen nature of mankind. 
but it shall be well. You get on your face before God and you cry out and say, Lord, I know you can do it. I've done all I can, Lord. And Lord, I know that's not near enough. I come to you and ask for you to move that mountain, Lord. And it shall be well. Amen. Everything works out for the best. I say, no, not with the devil in it. It's going to work out for with his old nasty, sticky, filthy fingers wrapped around and poking his nose into your situation. It's not going to be well. He wants you to go to hell. He knows he's going to go there and be cast into the lake of fire one day. Yes, he is with the, the false prophet. Yes, oh, head of Christ is going to go there one day. But the time is not appointed yet, so the devil's out working, stirring up with, through all his, uh, his fallen legion of angels. All those demons are at work for their master, Lucifer, Satan. Oh, yes, they're serving him. Whoever you the servant of, you are his servant. Can you say today, I am now servant of Jesus Christ. Servant of Jesus Christ. I am a servant of the Most High God. Yes, and I know it we shall be well. If I lay down tonight, take my last breath here on earth, I know I'm going to wake up in heaven. That's right. I'm going to wake up in glory land. Amen. I'm on my way to glory land. Oh, hallelujah. I'm on my way to be with my master. Yes. I'll see my loved ones who died in the faith. I'll see them once again. I'll know who they are. And they'll know who I am. And we'll all know who Christ is. We'll know that's the one who gave us life for us. Who shed his blood for us. Amen. Jesus said, have faith in God. Do you have faith today? Do you have faith today? Amen. It, we just read that in Isaiah that for the righteous it shall be well. If you're right believing and right doing, if you have God living and dwelling in your tabernacle, right in you, in your temple, you know that the Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. That's why he warns us that what we put in it, what we put in that temple, and what how we walk about in this temple, and what we partake of, and what we let things uh, go into these portals of our ears and in our eyes and, and into our very heart. You see, even old just Lot, the Bible says he was vexed with the conversation of the wicked. He was there in Sodom and Gomorrah where they were treat, doing all kind of evil ways of the flesh. And right then he wasn't even saying it shall be well. But it does say he was, a, he was a just man and he was a servant of God. But you don't have to put yourself in that situation. You don't have to put yourself in that uh, fallen way. Do you have him today? Do you know him today? You can be like the woman of Zarephath. Had her son restored to her, the woman, the Shunammite woman, who had blessed that prophet of God and did not doubt. She just reminded him, you know, that you helped me have this child as a gift from God. 
if it was her being barren or if it was her husband who was so, so old, just like Abraham was old, but him and Sarah had that child of promise. Isn't that right, Isaac? Even the angel, you know, was there. Angels were there visiting. Amen. And God said, you know, why did, why did she laugh? She said, oh, she denied that she didn't laugh. But he said, yeah, you laughed. So that was what the son was going to be called, laughter. Isaac. Isaac. Don't you know when they looked at him, every time they looked at him as a little baby, as a little boy, and even as a grown man, they had to have a little smile on their lips. That's our son of promise right there. I tell you, when our son gets here, a lot of times he'll come by and his mama just goes all in the tizzy. That's her baby. That's her little boy. That's a big, he's a big old boy. <laughs> but that's her little baby boy. It does hurt. She just lights up, has a little smile on her face, even if she's mad with him. You can imagine Sarah and, and Abraham there thinking, oh, there's our son. There's our child of promise. Amen. God will bless you. You just got to remember, all you got to hold on to is your faith and to say, it shall be well. That's right. Amen. This woman, this woman, the Shunammite woman, God had put it in her heart, I know. She had asked nothing of the prophet Elisha. I believe it was part of God's plan to bless her and strengthen her faith through testing. Most would crumble. If you find out your son, this son you have been promised, you've got this son and he's running around and all of a sudden he falls and he's died, he's dead, you hold him in your lap uh, up to your bosom and he dies, takes his last breath right there in your lap. And you go up and lay him on the prophet's uh, bed to go get him. We'd be mad at the prophet. We'd be mad at the man of God. We'd be mad at God probably. We would crumble. We would fall apart with such a tragedy in our life. She went for help and said, it shall be well. Do you know there's help available for you today? You don't have to call 911. <laughs> well, Walt Bills used to sing that about the old devil. He was in trouble. We weren't the ones in trouble. The devil was said he was in the devil's in the phone booth dialing 911 trying to get some help. But I want to tell you, he cannot defeat, defeat the hand of the master. Right. He cannot defeat God. God has given us the victory. Can you say amen? amen. You are more than conquerors through Christ yes. Jesus who Thank loved you. Lord. He loves us today. Just have that faith. Say it in your spirit. Say it with your lips if you want to. It shall be well. Even as we close right now, you can have it in your heart, whatever the need is, and just speak it by faith to God. It shall be well. It shall be well. Father, it shall be well. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. All these needs, all this, these problems in our nation and throughout our land, in our families, Lord. Oh, in your church, Lord. Oh, judgment begins at the household of the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. All these situations, Lord, that could bring discouragement and distraction. Oh, in destruction, we say in our spirit through faith, it shall be well. Yes, shall we give it to you, Father. Come on, y'all out there listening. If it's one or two or many, you just say it shall be well and give it to the Master today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Have faith in God. 
We're going to close with this little song, Jesus on the Inside. I want to tell you, if you don't have Him, you can have Him. Just say, Lord, save me today. Forgive me of all my sins, and I know it shall be well. Then when anything comes against me, all I got to do is have faith in God and say and declare, almost sing it, it shall be well. Hallelujah. Oh, it's hard today. It's dark out there today. Oh, the storm clouds are brewing. Here comes the thunder and the lightning and the storms and the billows. But I say in my heart of hearts, it shall be well. Hallelujah. I say it shall be well. It shall be well. We're going to close with this. If you have Jesus on the inside, He's all you need. Amen. Ask Him to save you today. We're going to go out singing this. Praise the Lord. Jesus on the inside. We love you today. Pray for us. Pray for us. Hallelujah. Because I know in my heart it shall be well. But we desire the prayers of the saints of God. If you're a new saint of God, you just got saved, pray for us too. Amen. So I don't know how to pray. God will show you how to pray. Yes, He will. Just ask Him to show you. Lord, show me how to pray. The disciples came to Jesus and said, teach us to pray. <laughs> and He showed them how to pray. You don't have to use that, uh, that uh, formula that He gives in the Bible and the New Testament. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. But just pray from the heart. He's your friend. He's your dearest friend. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We love you today. Praise God. And let's sing this little... If you know it, sing it. If you don't know it, it's real easy. Amen. Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. That's right. Jesus on the inside, He's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I've got Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Oh, what a change in my life. Have faith in God. It shall be well. God bless you each and every one. Bye-bye.